0: Hello, Northwind listeners. My name is Dallas Rotella. I'm the multimedia editor here, and I am with...
1: My name is Andy Ballinger. I'm the opinion editor at the Northwind and the moderator of today's podcast, where we will be discussing um, the recent mass shooting at Michigan State University and how we respond as students who also attend university. Before we begin, I would like to introduce everyone who is joining me today, starting with... Hi, I'm Madeline
2: Plattenberg, the Features Editor.
1: Hello, I'm Willa Rash, I'm the Features Writer. I'm Kata Rothorn, the Editor-in-Chief.
0: I'm Harry Stein, the Assistant Features Editor.
1: Alright, just, we are recording this the day after this event occurred, and what we know right now is that Three Michigan State University students were killed and five were injured in a shooting Monday night at two different campus locations by a 43-year-old man not affiliated with the university that we know of at the time. Um, Two of the students attended the same um, high school or school district, and that's like the very gist of it right now. The gunman is also dead. We received an email from uh, Dr. Brock Tesman this morning regarding um, the shooting. Um, and it basically just provided resources for students who may be affected by this, which is what, what we're really gonna focus on today, how we feel as students. And it provided us some kind of comforts in terms of if this were to ever happen here. So does anyone have anything? they would like to say.
2: I think it's important to just acknowledge, first and foremost, that this is a really emotionally difficult time for a lot of people, regardless of whether they were directly impacted by people that they knew at MSU. Um, But all of us are affected by these incidents happening, regardless of whether we have personal connections. So um, my sister attends University of Michigan, which is about an hour south, um, and her partner attends Michigan State University. And so there was a lot of um, concern last night surrounding whether people were okay. And that's a really stressful time. It's difficult, especially the, the timing at night. I mean, like that's, I'm a person that likes to go to sleep early. And that was a time where I was like, I, I can't sleep because of this. I don't, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of terror. There's a lot of, how could this happen so close to home? Mm-hmm. I think is something that a lot of, um, a lot of thoughts that I was having at that time. And so knowing that, This is not an isolated event, right? There's a lot of different school shootings that have happened in the past, um, and this is not the first time a conversation like this has happened. But I think having an acknowledgement of the emotions that are surrounding these types of events, especially when they feel really close to home. Um, I'm from East Lansing, Michigan. That is a place that I went to high school. Um, I was in that exact same areas um, where a lot of these students were last night, you know, Three four years ago and so it feels like a very um it feels like a bad dream mm-hmm. i guess but it also it, it's very centered in reality i've had a lot of discussions with people at northern michigan university as they're building new buildings about um bulletproof glass and having these different precautions in place for if there is an active shooter it's it it's Often centers around conversations of uh, not if but when, mm-hmm. um, and what that means to be a student in the, uh, in the United States, where these conversations are happening pretty much every day. This is not a conversation that is is isolated to, to certain areas. I mean, it, it's pretty much it's it's widespread and it's it's terrifying, and it um, it's unsettling.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
2: just to to know that there are a lot of just kind of really scary unplanned events that it's really difficult to prepare for and to feel to feel safe i think feeling mm-hmm. safe and secure is something that a lot of people are looking for on campuses um and and having that shattered is is really hard
1: i think for me i grew up in the upper peninsula so i've always felt relatively like secure here and safe like when like when these like kinds of events first started happening i'm like oh that would never happen in the up but now that like i've grown and my friends have grown and people are going out on their own and going to these more populated areas or stuff like that it's scary that my friends could be affected by that even though we not that we felt untouchable but we've just it was never like a concern of ours and now, like, in the past five years, I think all of us collectively have, like, developed a constant anxiety. So how do we adjust to that now? What can we do as a collective?
2: Yeah. I think a lot of it for me centers on community. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I, was, I was very grateful for the timing of... President Tessman's email and also the the resources that were sent out. I don't know how helpful they are for every individual because every individual grieves and processes things differently, and I'm not sure that the institutional resources will fit everyone's needs um, but the fact that they're available and that they're acknowledged, which is a low bar to have um, these these fears and these traumas and these concerns acknowledged, but I think it's an important step, and I'm really glad that the response was so immediate. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm kind of at a loss for what needs to happen next. I think um, in terms of coming together as a community, there's a lot that can happen, but it's also difficult to really to have those conversations and to feel like there's actual healing involved um, that is transformative for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I need at this point even to, to kind of feel like there's a sense of security that's been lost um, in terms of. My friends, as you were saying, and the people that I love and care about. Um, and I don't know if there's a really real way to get that back.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking about, like, the security measures that we have here on campus and how sometimes
2: students don't follow them. But I, I refuse to relinquish my, like, optimism that humans are good people good well, for the sake of paranoia. No, no, you're It's right. really easy to get lost in that. Mm-hmm. But I have this... I believe unshakable faith that we are good people and that we're all humans, and that we care for one another, and the the community response that I've heard so far of the number of texts that I have received from individuals from across the United States that know that I have parents that used to go to MSU, that I've lived in the MSU area for a while, that I have friends that go to MSU, that I have people that I love that go to that university asking if I'm okay, if my people are okay, if there's anything they can do to help that I mean, I had a friend that I've not talked to for years from New York who reached out today um, and that I hadn't expected to hear from. And that, I mean, it's a really, I'm going to say unfortunate, which doesn't feel like a strong enough word, that, that this shooting is what you know brought us back together. But we've had really powerful conversations just following it um, because there's this intense concern for other humans and for individuals, regardless of whether they're your family or your close friends or just a random stranger on the street that needs assistance and you're Mm -hmm. saying you need to get into this building or you need help or you're just a friendly face that i'm walking along Lake superior with and i'm gonna say hi i i refuse to let go of my belief in people Mm -hmm. and us as a like as humanity for paranoia but it is it feels it
1: feels really hard yeah and i know that it's hard to have these conversations And to like communicate effectively in times like this, but I think that is the most important part, that we need to stay connected. And we need to reach out to people maybe more often than we usually do. And just, I think these conversations are extremely important. We need to talk about how we feel when these kinds of things happen, because look at us, we're letting it flow, but that is totally normal and an incredibly appropriate response
0: do something like this I mean it's just like I woke up this morning I just like rolled over and checked Twitter and like found out what was going on check yik yak and all that and like seen people and like I mean how many people in this room know somebody that goes to state it's like everyone yeah yeah and it's just it feels like it just feels closer to home than ever before and um, I don't know. and then I don't know. I just like – I mean I, I, I think we need to like all show support for each other and like be there for each other. But like I just can't like really bring myself to like look at like links for mental health resources during this because I don't want to adjust to this and learn how to not be scared. I want this to stop. Myself and the Northwind would like to reach out. Uh, and say that during this time, um, we should not seek to make logistics out of the situation. We should not seek to make sense out of the situation. Uh, this is not a time for blame or configuration of I- ideas. And instead, um, especially as a campus and as a community, uh, to come together. And uh, we ask that you show support during these times um, because everybody has a Everybody has a parent, and everybody has family or friends um, that could very well have been affected by this situation. Um, And if we just focus on kind of the negatives that we can draw out of this, uh, you might be hurting the wrong people. Um, So myself uh, and the Northwind would like to extend our concerns to you, the viewers. Um, as well as anybody not part of northern campus uh that um, our hearts go out to michigan state m um, s u um, and i i I wish I had a better closer for this uh episode so